Hi folks, this is Michael and welcome to the Blood Walk. Now, I don't know how many of you have uh, actually listened to all of my podcasts, you know, probably not too many of you. But if you have, you may recall that there was a point where I had said to you that the fear of God is embedded into the name of Yahshua. All right, the fear of God is embedded into his name. All right. So I had said this several podcasts ago, and, uh, and, 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 I, and, and I've said this several times, but it didn't fully click. It did not fully click until after the disaster of the elections. Then it clicked. All right, and let me explain to you. You know, all of us that were paying close attention and, and deeply involved, right? Man, we had, to, we had to search our hearts to find out what happened, what went wrong. Man, our nation was stolen right in front of our eyes, just ripped away from us and nothing we could do about it, you know? So I'm examining all these things that I've heard for the past several years, and I'm examining, examining them in my heart. And the Holy Spirit brings up to me an experience that I had shared with you guys called The Fear of God and the Strong Man. It was the second podcast that I did, and I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. I highly recommend it. All right, in this experience, folks, where I had this massive encounter in the fear of God, all right, I was telling you, and I'm going to go back over this again. So what happened on this particular day? in uh, September of 1991. And I, I, I've explained this. It, I mean, I, I've gone over this. I, I don't want to make this lengthy. I, I really want to put this in a nutshell for you. So I'm going to skip a lot. And that's why I say go back and listen to The Fear of God and the Strong Man. You'll get more detail, right? Anyway, so here's what's here's the situation, all right, is that I literally see this dark shadow, this dark shade sliding in and out of me, all right, it has shape and it has form, right, and I see this thing sliding in and out of me, now just before this had happened, right, and for three and a half years, the Holy Spirit had been saying to me, son, you need to cry out to me with all your heart, okay, with all your heart, and so I am seeing this thing sliding in and out of me, and it is scaring the living crap out of me, people. It really is. And the Holy Spirit says, get on your face, right? So I did again, and I begin to scream. And, and, and well, here's the deal. I began, I, I, I'm on my face. And, uh, and Yahshua is saying, you know, cry out to me with all your heart. And I, and I keep saying, I, I don't know how. I don't know how to do this, right? I don't know how. And I had avoided this, like I said, for three and a half years. And back then, I had a really big voice. I could be heard for, you know, a couple of city blocks. My voice was big, right? I used to be an actor, and uh, nobody had to teach me how to project my voice. It was just, I have a lot of resonance, right? So it just naturally projects. Anyway, aside from that, well, so I did. And I began to I began to cry out in the name of Jesus. I did not know the name of Yahshua back then, but as I began to, it's like the name of Jesus got kind of got stuck in my throat, kind of got stuck around my Adam's apple. 
and 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 I got a little concerned, but I pushed, and it's it's like it was a plug, you know. And I pushed, and that plug came shooting out right, and I am screaming and screaming and screaming the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm screaming it from the pit of my being. Right, you got to understand when terror comes upon you, man, it will generate in you a holy scream because that's exactly what it did in me. All right, so, so I'm screaming his name, and then all of a sudden, I see the brilliant white light of God Himself. I see the light of absolute truth, absolute truth. And Yahshua says, repent. And I didn't know what to repent of. I really didn't, but I figured I, I'd been doing stuff that I knew wasn't pleasing or I didn't think it was pleasing. So I grabbed up all my little stuff and I ran outside to my trash can. I opened it up. I threw it in the trash can, right? Put the lid on, ran back into my house and got on my face before God once again. Okay? And I, you know, I'm I saw Folks, I saw the strong man driven out of me. I saw him driven out. All right, now this, this is what the Holy Spirit kept bringing up to me when I was seeking God about what went wrong in this election. So as I am looking at the strong man being driven out in me in the fear of God, it was driven out, okay? And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, as it goes for the individual, so it goes for the nation. As it goes for the individual, so it goes for the nation. And it's like, oh, people, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It was like, and like I said, it was about a week ago. About a week ago, I was seeing this stuff, and all of a sudden, my eyes popped open, and my jaw dropped, and I understood I've been telling you guys again in early podcasts that there are some very deadly mistranslations in the, uh, you know, in the New Testament, right? And I'd say one of the worst of all, one of the most obscuring phrases of all the New Testament is this, the kingdom of God. They so messed up what Yahshua said. It's like, I mean, th this this part's easy. You can you can peel that off and go back and understand that what he was talking about was right out of Isaiah 52, right? Where the kingdom of God is actually uh, the reign of God, the reign of God. Now, I had that. I knew that. I had that little fact tucked away in my brain, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the light had not been shown upon that yet. Not yet. Okay. As I say, the fear of God is embedded into the name of Yahshua. So, folks, I got to tell you what he really said. He's, you know, when it, well, you know, you all know, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. That's not what he said, nor is it what he meant, nor does it have anything to do with it. He said, seek first the fear of God. That's what he said. Seek first the fear of God, and all these things shall be added to you. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It was, it was never, you're not looking for a dominion. You're not looking for an empire. 
You know, you're not looking for this crap that Christians keep telling you about. Oh, the sign of the blessing is that you're super rich. Oh, look at our castles. Look at our compounds. Look at our fortresses. Look at look at all of our our treasures and our, our museum pieces and our extravagance, right? Yeah, this is a sure sign of the blessings of God. And I'm going, oh, man, you guys are destined for the pit. So right after this, I get on to my little Bible program that I have on my uh, on my desktop. It's called Accordance. And it actually, it works pretty good. It's, it's a freebie. It doesn't cost you anything. You can download it from the App Store, I, I think. Anyway, anyway, so I plug in just this word. Normally, when, I, when I'm doing a search like this, I'll, I'll type in a phrase, but I, I'm new at this Bible program, and you can't really do that. So I just typed in the word fear. Right, plug it in. Let's see what comes up. So I began tracking it down and went into Deuteronomy because it was a certain verse that I was really searching for, and it was the original title of this podcast, which I was calling the groan of God. Right, And if you go through and you read Deuteronomy, and you, and you see this scene here where you just see this deep groan and this deep sigh from God. Oh, that my people would fear me. Oh, that my people would fear me. That's one. That's the one I was looking for. But here's the one I came across, right? And I believe it's Deuteronomy 10. I think it's Deuteronomy 10, 12. And this is how it goes. And now, O Israel, what does Yahweh require of you but to fear him? But to fear him so that you will walk in his ways. So what is he saying here? Without the fear of God, you cannot walk in his ways. You can't. You need the fear of God in order to walk in his word. All right? Absolutely essential and necessary. But as soon as you see that, all of a sudden, boom, here comes the full-blown understanding of the stone that the builders rejected. You know, the stone of stumbling, the rock of offense, the cornerstone, that tried stone, right? And it's like all of a sudden you realize it was the fear of God that they rejected. They rejected the fear of God, which is the reign of God. Man, just go right back into Samuel and read about you know, Eli and his sons, Ichabod and Samuel, okay? They rejected God as, as being king over them. They rejected the fear of God. They wanted a man just like all the other nations had. So what did they get? They got the original template for the Antichrist, Saul, King Saul, who refused to obey the commandments of God and the anointing was taken from him him and given to David. All right. Once you understand, folks, the fear of God, once you understand this is the chief teaching, the chief instruction of all the Torah, the, 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 the supreme teaching in the entire book is the fear of God. The fear of God is the beginning, the genesis of wisdom. The fear of God is the beginning of of knowledge and that knowledge is experiential knowledge it is a knowledge of knowing him knowledge of the holy one is understanding 
knowing the Holy One is understanding. And this happens in the fear of God. You know him. You know him. All right. Big time. In the fear of God, you're gonna you're gonna understand in a heartbeat there is a God and you ain't it. Oh my people, this is where you come into fear and trembling. But the first part of this experience, the first part uh, of what happens in the fear of God is, yes, there is great fear and trembling because you are looking at imminent destruction. I mean, eternal destruction, and it will scare the living hell out of you. And you are screaming the name of Yahshua. You're screaming him with all your heart. And then, boom, here comes the light of the living God, and now you have seen. Now you have seen. Now your eyes are wide open and your ears are open and alert and you are quick to obey. You ain't slow about it. Procrastination does not exist in you anymore at this moment. You hear the word, you do it. In the fear of God, you do it. All right, so this is, okay. So, so, so the first part is yes, yes, you have to see this. You have to. Or you're never going to understand your salvation. You're never going to have the depth of gratitude that is going to break your heart. When you see this, this is when the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. It's in this experience. First, you see the bad guy. Then you see your deliverer. Then you see, oh, then you see your God. Then you see your God. Then you see him. He comes to deliver you. Man, you want to talk about a Red Sea moment? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. And so where the the brokenness comes in, where this depth of brokenness, right, is, is, is his mercy is being poured into you. His love is being poured into you. The Holy Spirit is is like rushing into your heart and healing, binding up and healing all your wounds. And this happens in this experience. And it's the only place that it happens. You know, and, and I'll tell you what, and this one, it's like I tell you folks for the past week, everywhere I look in the word now, it's like boom, there's the fear of God. There he is. There he is. There he is. You know, uh, you take a look at, oh, man, okay, all right, okay, I, I got to slow down a little bit here and gather myself, right, and then I'll come back and talk in a moment because I got so much to say on this, so much to say. Tell you what, folks, if you go back and you begin to reread the Gospels, oh, my gosh, you see, I just got this one this morning, just, just maybe... 40 minutes before I sat down here and started talking to you guys, right? And it's like, uh, again, once you're armed with this, this is, this is a huge revelation, a huge revelation that the fear of God is embedded into the very name of Yahshua. And once you get a hold of this, you are going to begin to understand why all authority in heaven and earth is given to the fear of God. To the fear of God. The fear of God has all authority in heaven and earth because that's who he is. This is who he represents. This is the message, people, of the Lamb. It is the fear of God that takes away the sin of the world. If you listen to the previous podcast, the sin of the world is idolatry. 
The fear of God obliterates it in you, obliterates it, totally nukes it. Oh, there is no bigger nuke in all the word, people, than the fear of God. Now, when you have this, when you're armed with this, when you can see it, when your eyes are finally opened, because I tell you, the fear of God is eyesight to the blind. It is the fear of God that opens the book. Did you hear me? The fear of God opens the book. All right. Apply that to Revelation 5. Who was found worthy to open the book? And to look thereon, right? Who were they looking at here? The root of David, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Do you know what the root of David is? Again, the root of David, people, is the fear of God. We're not looking at a physical bloodline here. We are looking at his spiritual root. And the spiritual root of David is the fear of God. Now, all of a sudden, you begin to understand, people, that the lion, that the lion of Judah is the son of God. The son of God is the fear of God. The son of God is king, right? The fear of God is king, all right? It is the fear of God, people, that prevails and overcomes in all things. The fear of God. Here's a good one for you. Here's a really good one. And this is the one I was telling you about. I, I'd gotten about 45 minutes ago. And I'm going back and, I, and I'm remembering. You know, remember when Yahshua sent out the 72 by 2, sent them into all these towns and villages, right? And they came back rejoicing that even the devils were subject to them, right? And Yahshua says, And I beheld Satan fall like lightning. Now connect this, people. They were not preaching a Roman version of a kingdom. They went out and they preached the fear of God. Where the fear of God is preached, Satan falls like lightning. Satan falls like lightning where the fear of God is preached and received. All right? Satan falls like lightning. Whoa, armed with that, I tell you what. I tell you what. You know, and it kind of reminds me, and again, this was this was a, a few weeks ago, and I'd done another podcast called, you know, Effective Spiritual Warfare, and, and I felt almost a little, uh, uh, almost a little guilty about doing that because it was fully my intent to rip that tin suit that Saul offers his his disciples. They call it the armor of God, and I'm going, oh, jeez. It, it, it is so putridly weak. Oh, God, people, it, oh, sheesh. Ain't got a thing to do with spiritual warfare. Ain't got a thing to do with it. Not a thing to do with it. You know, Yahshua never spoke about spiritual warfare only Roman Christians speak about spiritual warfare. And you know why? Because the last place they want to go is on the inside of their own heart. They do not want to look at their own heart. So now they've got this war that they get to fight where they, they want to go out and try and take down principalities over cities, you know, uh, spiritual wickedness, all this kind of bullshit. Sorry, bullshit that uh, Saul of Tarsus is, is trying to give people. And, and let me tell you what the armor of Paul does. It quenches the Holy Spirit. It quenches the fire of God. It quenches it. 
Let me tell you what the true armor of God is, people. It's the fear of God, for heaven's sakes. It is the secret place of the Most High. You can't get into the secret place of the Most High unless you have the fear of God because the fear of God is the secret place of the Most High. When you abide there, when you abide there, ain't nothing going to touch you. That's when a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand is when you are abiding in the fear of God. That's when these things are kicked in. That's when the entire word is activated. It's as though in the fear of God, people, you, now you get a hold of this, right? Once you understand who Yahshua really is, okay, then you go back into John and you start looking at some of the things where he says, I am. And the biggest one I can give you right now that ought to thrill your soul, ought to thrill your heart is when Yahshua said, I am the resurrection and the life. Now, when you understand that he is the fear of God, read it again this way. The fear of God is the resurrection and the life. The fear of God is the resurrection. It's when the word is quickened in you and it comes alive. That's why your eyes are opened. It is eyesight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. This happens in the fear of God. And without the fear of God, your eyes stay closed and so do your ears. And, and without the fear of God, okay, here we go back into John again, right? When you get an understanding of what really, 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 really what Yahshua is teaching here. When he's talking about the Holy Spirit, he says he has been with you, but now he shall be within you. This was the fear of God, people. This is the fear of God. The fear of God has been with people, been on the outside, been on the outside of them. The spirit of Yahweh comes upon you. But when you scream the name of Yahshua, when you are screaming, when that holy scream has been generated in you now, the fear of God comes within you. Now you are going to understand truly, truly the Holy Spirit. Truly you're going to understand this because he comes in the fear of God. And again, when you get a hold of this, you know, back into John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the fear of God. Now, whosoever believes into the fear of God shall be shall obtain eternal life. People, the fear of God is eternal life. It is eternal life. So I say, you know, if, if there was anything you could do for the rest of your life, get on your face and seek him with all your heart for the fear of God Apply James 5, the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avails much. You just don't want a couple of drops, people. You want to be deluged in the fear of God. You want to be immersed in the fear of God. You want to be filled with it. So you go before your God and you cry out to him for this. For this is, this is the chief message of all the word. And again, let me give you, if you heard my, my deal on the 144,000 and what it takes, let me tell you what it takes. Every single solitary one of these men, people, they have the fear of God. They have obtained it. 
That's why there's no guile in them. They've got the fear of God in them. They don't have the fear of man. They don't have the fear of death. They have the fear of God. The mercy, the mercy of God fills these men. The love of God is shed abroad in their heart. And yes, when they hear the word, they tremble. When they see the word, they tremble. All right? And this only happens in the fear of God. Only happens. And again, you want a revelation of the cross? I got this too. I mean, you guys know, you you know, if you've been listening to my, my podcast, it's like I preach, you know, the cross like nobody's business. I understand it. I know it. But now I got it a whole lot more because I tell you truly, people, the, the fear of God is the cross. The fear of God is the cross. All right. When you embark and you will, because God is going to take his people through the wilderness. But when you are armed, when you have the fear of God within you, your journey is going to be magnificently and epically successful. But without the fear of God, you'll perish. With the fear of God, you're going to make it all the way. Without the fear of God, you're going to die in the wilderness, period. That's all there is to it. All right? And this is going to be coming to folks. It is. It really, really, really is. And in the fear of God, people, is where you enter his covenant. His covenant. The entrance is the fear of God. Now, think about that for a little bit. You know, i got a whole lot more to say on this, but it's like I, I want to give this to you in vignettes, right? Like bursts. <laughs> B-U-R-S-T. A burst. And uh, anyway, so I'm going to cut this off now, but I have a whole lot more to share on this. You know, I have a whole lot more, and I, I hope, I hope and I pray that you're getting a hold of this. I really do, because this, people, the fear of God is the salvation of nations. It is the, when the people obtain the fear of God, the strong man is driven out of your nation. All right? If you want, take a look at the swamp. If you want to take a look at the swamp, then you take a look at the swamp as the as as the national strongman, all right. The national enemy it, it, it is the swamp, and it is the fear of God, people, that is going to blow up that swamp. When you understand a stone that the builders rejected, now all of a sudden you are going to understand in Daniel. The stone that was cut out without hands, that stone that comes down and smashes the toes of the statue, and the kingdom of God is birthed in a... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And you see, the thing is, folks, is that those ten toes of the statue, that is Christianity. It is Christianity. And I should not have to explain this, but I will very briefly... Christianity is totally Roman. It does not have a thing to do with the covenant of God. It is purely Roman. You're, the pulpit itself, people, was invented by Rome. It was invented by Rome. And you take a look at it. Man, what did Rome do? They first thing they did just about was they gave the Sabbath the boot. All right? So this is what happens here. If you're a Christian... And you think your Sabbath is on a Sunday. Let me tell you, let me tell you to your face, Christian, you're in a covenant with a beast. 
You're in a covenant with Rome because the Sabbath is a sign of the covenant. The Sabbath is a sign of the covenant. And if you're not keeping the Sabbath on the seventh day, A, the fear of God is not in you, and B, you ain't in no covenant. I don't care how many times you, you go to church, you are not in a covenant. Right? Not possible. So if you want to see it a little more clearly, folks, and, and again, you know, I, I, I've gone off the rails at times here in Sabbath, or I mean here in Christians, denounce the Sabbath. It, it just, it, it, it drives me up a tree because they have no idea what they are saying. They have no idea. Man, you want to talk about Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. This is, you just take a look at Christianity and it's like, oh my God, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. I, I, you know, I, here I am. I, I was going to cut this off, but it's it's like things just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. So I am going to stop it here, but I did want to throw that out at you about Christianity being the toes of the statue, all right? Because this stone that is cut out without hands, this stone that the builders rejected, this stone, this tried stone, man, is going to come down upon Christianity and it is going to pulverize it. It is going to turn it to powder and dust and it will be no more, no more. And you have heard you fall on the rock and that is wonderful. But if the rock falls upon you, you're going to be crushed to powder, right? So I'll tell you truly, people, enter into the fear of God. Come out of her, my beloved. Touch not the unclean thing. Come out of her and enter into the covenant of the living God. Entrance is the fear of God. And I tell you truly, God so aches and yearns and longs in his heart to give this to you. You are not going to have to beg him. You might have to cry out with all your heart, but you ain't going to have to beg because he longs to give this to you. He longs to. This is the gift, people. The Son of God is the fear of God. The Son of God is the fear of God. This is the gift that God gave. This is the gift that he gave as his son. The fear of God. Enter into the fear of God at all my all. <sighs> I'll talk to you in a few days. Bye-bye. Think on these things. Think on these things.